0: Hi, this is Jim Martin, one of your co-hosts for Little Things First, an educational podcast where we explore all the little things that make a big difference in educational reform. I'm here with co-host Tracy Van Deventer, who you'll hear from in just a moment. I want to introduce our special guest for today, but before I do so, I want to thank all of our platforms that host this podcast, iTunes, Spotify. If you'll take a moment to subscribe, that would be appreciated, and also give us a rating. We'd love to hear how you feel about the podcast, what we can do to improve, and what we can do to answer your questions that you might have. Um, We'd love to hear from you. Today we're gonna be interviewing John Arthur, a teacher in Salt Lake City School District who has been doing videos with his students all about issues of social justice. John is a teacher at Meadowlark Elementary and here is his interview. John, welcome.
1: Starting with your uh, recent video called No More Waiting. And tell us a little bit about the video and where the idea, where it came from.
2: Sure.
1: First of all, I love the idea for the
2: podcast. And Thanks. as far as the video goes, it came at the end of a unit on social justice that I do at the beginning of the year. Um, in sixth grade, it works perfectly with our social studies standards. And especially at the start of the year, I love hitting social studies because it often gets lost as you start to get into the, the, the rest of the academic calendar. Um, so right. we did a we did a research project where the kids made uh, PowerPoints about social justice leaders of the past, and then they did research into current social justice issues that they are concerned about, and wrote letters to legislators, um, advocating on behalf of themselves if they were part of the community that was affected by that social justice cause, or on behalf of others. Um, even if it wasn't something that directly affected themselves or their families. And all of this was happening just after the time that President Trump had rescinded DACA. And I noticed that my students, um, the majority of whom were Latino, were showing up to school more stressed out and anxious than ever before. So we talked about what was worrying them, and to help them process and express their feelings on it, I provided sentence frames they could use. uh, The first of which was, I am afraid of blank. Um, and when the kids were writing out the responses on little slips of paper um, and reading them to each other as a class, we started noticing that these were really profound things that they were saying. And we didn't want them to just get lost in the in the flow of um, work in the classroom. So I just plugged the microphone into my laptop and let them record the ones that they were most proud of and that they most wanted to share. Um, and it kind of turned into almost a digital diary. And those recordings became the introduction of our video. So at the start of our video, the kids talk about the things that they're afraid of. And most of it had to do with they're afraid of their families being deported, losing loved ones, watching their friends go through awful things. And so to to help them refocus on their ability to to impact this issue, started using other sentence frames that were more proactive, like um immigrants dreamers should be allowed to stay in our country because blank. And they would write their full complete sentences for that or to help with this, I will blank. And they again wrote them on little slips of scratch paper and eventually we had hundreds of lines to choose from and I'd pull kids into small groups and we would kind of start stitching together our free verse poem um, together based on which lines seem to communicate the same ideas but in different ways. And after a couple months of doing that, we had our poem ready to go and we chose a song Praying by Kesha uh, to kind of frame our poem as a song and video because the kids loved it and the lyrics were communicating a lot of the same themes we were already looking to share. Um, the only problem is that the words in her chorus are focused on what she, uh, as a poet hopes is happening to this person she's talking to. So we made them our own by focusing instead on what other kids out there need to make happen for themselves and their responsibility to do something for themselves. Again, as a teacher, I don't want to take time away from, uh, the, the responsibility I have to prepare them for you know, life going on in junior high and the piece of standards I have to cover in a year. So everything that we did was centered around um, argumentative writing standards that we have. And, and also, like I said, the social studies content that I want them to get in sixth grade. But by the end of it, they had a poem that we could then record the audio for and then shoot our video. So that's where it all kind of came from.
3: Great. That's yeah, that's awesome. And then, uh, if you could tell us about the title of the video and how can people find the video?
2: Okay, so the title is "No More Waiting." You can find it on YouTube pretty easily if you type in "No More Waiting," um, Kesha. Uh, it'll pop right up. Also, our YouTube channel, my class's YouTube channel, is "Ninth Evermore." Uh, the number nine with "th" after that with "Evermore." Uh, and that video, along with others that my class has made over the years, are, are housed there on YouTube. And also on Facebook, um, the NEA uh, shared it out. And a lot of people have found it there as well. And um, we have way more views on Facebook than we do on YouTube. And the kids get a big kick out of that. They love going on. I say, How many views do we have now? We have two dislikes? Oh, there are bad people in the world. <laughs> <laughs> they, they follow the the stats on it more than more than they should. But. Uh, and the, the title comes from more than anything the the feeling that kids, especially I've I've only ever taught fifth and sixth grade, uh, and I love that age because they start to recognize when things are messed up. As I say, when things are just not right, there's injustice, and they 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 get really upset about it. And then they are told. When you're older, you'll get to deal with this. And my kids don't want to wait till they're older. They want to do it right now. So that's why they chose the title, No More Waiting. They, they want to, they're watching their families get, you know, torn apart. They're, they're having um, loved ones sent away and, and taken into deportation centers where they don't, they don't have any opportunity to contact them. They don't know what's going on. And they watched their parents struggle with this, and they've decided that they want to struggle with it too in a way that actually will allow them to take action, not just sit at home and, and worry. So that's where that title came from.
1: So what's the response to the video been from, from everybody, including students, to families, to the community at large? It's been
2: ridiculous. It's been fun. The, the kids are uh, <laughs> the kids are minor celebrities in the school now. They walk around <laughs> and first graders and kindergartners will point. Out,
3: oh, that guy! I saw in the video.
2: Um, we we feed into a a, a middle school um, that has uh, shared the video out quite a bit as well among the different classes and the teachers have been showing it in their in their rooms and so. Um, we just had the assistant principal and school counselor come to talk to our sixth graders about the transition they're about to make to junior high, and the, <laughs> both the assistant and the counselor walked in like, "Oh my God, it's you!" and They started pointing at different kids, and it's it's odd to have a stranger point at you and you know kind of kind of gawk. And so my my twelve year olds are still trying to figure out how to how to take that. They they act pretty awkward about it, like, oh, "Yeah, it is me." paparazzi they, they 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 try and use the same reactions they see on youtube from their favorite celebrities being, being pointed out on the street but it's been fun and the parents Great. have been amazing the parents have been commenting on it and um sharing it out they're really proud of their kids and they're proud of um you know the, the fact that they they have put into words a lot of what those adults wish that they could, but many of them don't speak English. Um, many of them um, don't know how to how to, you know, articulate the 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 feelings that they have or the conversations they have at the, the kitchen table with their own kids. And so watching the video, a lot of them told me that these are the things I wish I would have said but didn't know how to. It's been pretty amazing for kids to hear their parents say that.
3: That's great. Now, inside of your school setting, you have a little flexibility and freedom uh, with your administrator giving you room to do some of this important work with your kids. So uh, if you had advice for a principal or an educator who wanted to shift their school culture towards more academic success, what would you have them work on? You know, what would be some of the first steps?
2: Well, I'll tell you, the freedom is key, and I have an amazing Uh, principal and a wonderful assistant principal. I've had the same principal my whole career now. I've I've been teaching for five years, and and she's been leading our school that entire time, and you know, everybody has a job to do. I have to make sure that my kids are achieving as, as, or at as high a level as I possibly can. Um, She has a responsibility to make sure that her teachers are are doing the the job that they're hired to do, but As long as my kids are performing, and my kids do a great job, um, she lets us help our kids in whatever way we know best to do, and also that they enjoy the most. Student learning comes first, and also we all understand that kids learn best when they're having a good time. So, as far as advice I would give for a principal or educator, I would say that you need to trust teachers. Um, to to do the work that we know to do, and at the same time um, maintain a, a culture within the school that is um, innovative and exciting, and uh, allows us to feel like we are doing something special. You know, I don't want to go to work and just do the same thing over and over again that every other teacher is doing everywhere else. Um, I appreciate the freedom to, to listen to my kids and build units and instruction based on the things that this specific class is telling me. And um, also, our, our, our principal makes a good point of being there every morning when our kids come in the building, giving them a high five. Um, that positivity is, is shared out and expected from from everybody else in the building and we want to make sure that our kids are happy and healthy uh, when they come to school with us and that's our responsibility to make sure that that happens if you do that then the the work just you know sorts itself out
1: are there um other people who are doing this work too john or are you just um you know kind of doing it on your own it's kind of your vision for what needs to happen or are there People that you get to work with on some of these projects that you're doing.
2: Yeah, you know there's um in my building, we have amazing teachers and I know of a lot of other teachers who are doing um, projects that to me you know seem completely foreign and alien like i I've never been a craftsperson. I don't know how to like do the 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 art projects that you see when you walk down different hallways in school, that's, that's, that is not something that I've ever been good at. I know how to use digital media. I know how to make videos. I know how to do that kind of stuff. There are teachers who are integrating dance in really exciting ways. They're, they're integrating visual arts. Um, our, our school hired, um, an art teacher, um, full time to, to help, uh, Round out our, our kids' education, you know, make sure that they are getting exposure to um, to not only the visualized, but music, um, movement, all these things that I wouldn't know how to do myself. And so thankfully, our school has brought in these experts to do with and for us. Um, I know of other classrooms now who want to do more video projects. They've, they've um, looked at what we've done and decided. That will work great for what they're teaching their kids. Um, sometimes it does feel like um, not alone, but you know, when my kids and I make these videos, it's in our own classroom. I've made at least one video every every year for the last five years. And every single one of them shot in my classroom. This one was shot with my one camera, one light in front of my smart board while the rest of my class was doing math and writing. And we, one trick if anybody listening wants to try doing this kind of thing themselves is don't do the audio and the video at the same time. I always record my students speaking or singing well in advance and I I put the, the poem and the song together on my computer with the help of the student. And then my students basically lip sync Um, to the words that they've already said while on camera because for a kid to say these things and remember the words at the same time that they're being video recorded it just it doesn't work very well so when i close my door and we make these videos it does sometimes feel like we're just in our own creative cave uh going forward but there's our, our our school is basically a collection of of creative caves where beautiful things are being made every day
1: I love that. I love that analogy. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Hey, John, you know, we're working on little things uh, in our focus as our educational podcast. So if you could talk to your younger self and, and maybe just transport yourself through time machine, what advice would you give to your younger self about the little things that you think are important as an educator to help students be successful?
2: Okay. Well, if I had a time machine and I could go back and talk to my younger self, <laughs> I, I, I think the, the things that I would share were, uh, frankly, little quotes that I've picked up along the way as I've been an educator that kind of helped me focus my practice. Um, the one that I have on my uh, computer background right now that, that projects um, for my kids every day while we're um, working in classes. Uh, a quote that says um, see the light in people and treat them as if that's all you see and when I deal with my students especially as a younger teacher I, I would focus so much on the on the negative behaviors I was seeing in class on the on the issues that would arise as kids came running up crying and I would you know for example if I had a kid who just could not sit in his seat if he was all over the place shouting out so on and so forth I would see those in a very negative light. And now I, I constantly remind myself because it requires constant reminding that when I look at that kid there's this boundless energy inside of them that that is that they're trying they're, they're, they're absolute best to contain but it's it's really hard to contain the energy energy of a star you know so. I see that light and try to treat them as if that's all I see I try to you know compliment them on how how much juice they bring into the classroom on the enthusiasm that they have for life and I I try to gently remind them hey man it'd be great if you could like stay seated but that's also what's led me as a at this point in my career to have flexible seating options in my classroom I've got floor seating standing tables yoga balls balance boards anything that I can bring in to help out my kids who just learn however it is they learn. And that's the other thing I tell my younger self is just love your students for exactly who they are. I was watching Jerry Maguire with my wife last night and there was a, there was a line where uh, Renee Zellweger says, that you know, she, she's thinking of Jerry Maguire. And she says, I love him for the man he wants to be and I love him for the man he almost is. And I feel like that's, that's kind of how I, I viewed my kids when I was younger. I would, I'd be trying to shape them into these students that they just I wanted them to be and that they wanted to be and that they almost were. But now I focus most of my energy on just, just meeting them exactly where they are and recognizing the, the talents they're bringing in the classroom and trying to utilize their skills on our behalf as much as possible. I also resist resist the idea that kids are any different than they've always been. I I just reread Tom Sawyer a little bit ago, and it turns out that kids have always been a little bit naughty and a little bit high energy (laughs) and and had a hard time doing the things that they were told to do. These kids aren't any different than kids have always been, so we just have to love them for it and honor that and help them climb the mountain
1: yeah that's thank great well this has been a really inspiring talk for me i'm 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 energized by all the things that you're doing the wonderful things that you're doing yeah. and uh, i was very moved by the video and have been moved by the other videos that you've done and so thank you for for all the things that you do for your students and our community our educational community and thanks for taking the time to talk with us today it's you know, so good you
2: to know talk i to you. I've, I've had the It's been a pleasure, and I I tell you, I'm new in my career still, and I've I've known both of you for years now, and and I've I've really appreciated how much you uh, advocate for for students and teachers and just education in general, and I I, I can't thank you enough for having me on. All
3: right, John, and make sure we get the copy for the new video.
2: Oh, you got it. I'll I'll, I'll shoot it to you as soon as we make it. It's going to be about dividing fractions. Less less (laughs) thrilling maybe, but
3: no less fun. (laughs) Excellent,
2: thanks, Thanks, John. Oh, thank you.
0: You too. Have a good
1: weekend, Pat. Bye bye.
0: That was our interview with John Arthur, and he really has some impressive things that he's doing with his students. And I hope that you were able to glean a thing or two that might fit your own personality for your own classroom and really help add some. Um, relevance to students' education, a really important piece that I learned from John. So um, we're going to let you go for today, and we'll hope to see you back next week. Remember to subscribe to Little Things First on iTunes or on Spotify, and uh, again, please give us a rating. Uh, Tell your friends, and we'll see you next week.